truth. You can't handle the truth. Talk the talk. Do you walk the walk? Active FM, trust you all doing well. We are broadcasting from South Africa. Mm. It is freezing. And I know some places around the world, when you say freezing, they go to minus whatever. I know in Netherlands and places like that, it's like (laughs) we we don't know what cold (laughs) is. But we are cold here today. Um, Today we're speaking about marriage. My question is, should you? In other words, should you? When you say, I do, should you? Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to have a little talk about marriage. I've been with uh, my wife for 32 years. We've been married. I lived with her in sin for 15 years before I married her. And uh, yeah, we've been together 32 years. I thought after 32 years, I would know what I'm speaking about. But apparently as men, we we miss the the mark. So um, I've been counseling people, marriages for 15 years. I like to counsel people before they get married. And one of my topics, the very first topic that I talk on before people get married is divorce. I, I want them to understand what it means and what happens when there's a conflict in a marriage. Mm. I don't want to talk about the, the nice things first. I want to see what happens when I create a little bit of a, a problem in the conversation because most people when they get married there's a honeymoon period they oh in love they sit and hold hands and cuddle each other i want to cause a problem i want to see how they react Mm -hmm. so most times uh, the way to cause a problem is this question i say to these young couples when you married and you've got children and mommy gets old and sick which house does she stay in Mm -hmm. and 90 of the time the young girl will say, no, obviously she'll come and stay with us. Mm. And you see the husband-to-be's face prick up and all of a sudden there's an issue. Mm. He's like, your mother can't come stay with us. And they, I create that conversation because mm. I want them to understand that we, in the time of this uh, two-year period, which we call the honeymoon, mm. it's so nice. And then life sets in. Yeah. So the word honeymoon comes from a time where people would make, take honey and make wine out of it. Mm. And it was a gift for the honeymoon couple. And that's where the word honeymoon comes mm. from. So um, those first two years are generally very nice years. There's a lot of romantic stuff happening, a lot mm. of sex, a lot of passion, mm. and then life sets in. Do you know that um, most divorce cases, and I'm I'm paraphrasing most because in different countries it's different, but in South Africa, uh, the biggest divorce rates happen when there's a two-year-old child in the relationship. Mm. So daddy comes home, there's a two-year-old, two-year-old is fighting for mommy's attention. Mm. Daddy's not getting the attention he used to get. Mm. Daddy's not getting the sex he used to get. Daddy's now a second-class citizen in his own home. Mm. <laughs> so what happens is the wife, her, her focus is on the child. Yeah. And husband feels left out. Yeah. And today's age, the child goes to a crash. Mommy's working. Daddy's working. She gets home. She's tired. He's tired. The child is 
is full of energy. It's an exciting day, yeah. and things start happening, and there's a conflict there, and that co- conflict most people don't think about before they get married. Mm. Um, I've actually uh, counselled many uh, cross-racial couples where a black man's marrying a white lady or vice versa. Yeah. I've had a, a couple where the man is Indian and the lady is Tosa. And I just bring in the cultural differences. And the one specific couple, uh, they were living together for four years. And uh, they started connecting in our church. And about six months in, I said to the couple, I said, listen, you guys need to make a decision. Do you love each other? Yes. And the, the first question I ask is, do you love each other? Yes. Second question, is there passion? Mm. People say, what, what do you mean? What is, what is passion? Passion is that it goes beyond romance. It goes beyond that point of, oh, I love that person. It's like, I want to be with that person. I want to be intimate with that person. Mm. And if there's no passion, don't get married. Many times people get married out of convenience I had a, a young man two weeks ago come to me and he said they got married a year ago. And I said, why did you get married? And he said, we'd been living together for 10 years. It was the right thing to do. Mm. I said, it was the wrong reason to get married. Mm. If there's no love and passion, mm. you're getting married for the right reason. Yeah. The wrong reason, actually, if you're not getting married because yeah. there has to be that passion. We, we physical beings. There's things called sex, intimacy. And there's those things that need to happen in, in a marriage. Yeah. And um, I find in South Africa, we're getting, it's, it's almost arranged marriages. Um, those arranged marriages sometimes work out because the family is backing that marriage. Mm. So what happens if there's an uh, arranged marriage, uh, both families are saying, these are the couple that we want to be together. Yeah. And those families work at it. Mm. Can you imagine getting married to a lady where the mother-in-law doesn't like you? Mm. Do you think that marriage is going to work? When there's a problem, the mother's going to say, I told you. Yeah. I told you not to marry this one. Yeah. So it's very, very, very important to have these discussions before the marriage takes place. Yeah. You know, and sometimes the passion can drive a decision, but they're not thinking further than the passion. Yeah. So that's why I say there are a few questions that need to be asked. asked. It's true. Do these families approve of this marriage? Okay, mm-hmm. I, I know that some people get married and both sides of the family don't agree with it. The only time that will work is if they move away. Mm-hmm. So there's a dynamic in South Africa. We talk about uh, labola, which is payment for that person. Uh, white people don't understand it. Um, I sort of get it. Um, I, I sort of sometimes think it's not a bad thing because you're making a commitment not only to the woman but to the family. Yeah. And um, I've seen it work. In some cultures it does work. I always make a joke. I say you pay a labola, which is uh, an amount of cattle or, ca- or, or cash. And then I always ask the parents, if it doesn't work, can you bring her back and get the cattle back? <laughs> and it doesn't work that way. But... He can go to the family if there's a problem and say, listen, I've paid uh, La Bola here. Mm. Please help me with the situation. Mm. And that works. Something that the Africans um, in South Africa do, which is actually very powerful, if there's a problem in the relationship, 
each, each side of the family gets a representative mm. and they bring that person in. It's an uncle or an auntie that doesn't know or is not too familiar with them. They bring mm. in a, a, a strange auntie or uncle, not the father or the mother. Mm. They bring in somebody that's, a, that's got an outside interest yeah. and they sit and discuss the problem and it works. Mm. You know, um, we, we, there was a young lady and a young man that fell pregnant and they said we, they needed an outside person to come and talk about it. So mm. I was the intermediate and they had these two people that didn't know each other and they said, well, we don't really know the young man too well, but we've come to make a decision for mm. him. That's quite bright because you're not coming with an emotional response. Mm. You're not coming fighting on that person's behalf just because he's now family, you mm. want him to be right. Mm. And the problem was sorted. Mm. So in Africa, we do things a little bit different than the rest mm. of the world. And I think it, it can work if, you, if you've got that sort of system. Yeah. And then, uh, like with my wife, um, I'm actually pleased that I've got a wife that's older than me. She's a lot more mature. Mm. And we, we don't have kids, so we find that we don't have arguments. Mm. There's no arguments. So I'm blessed in that way. Mm. As soon as you throw a child into the marriage, there can be problems. And I, I know, you know, the ideal marriage uh, as, a, as a Christian is that a, a, a husband is the umbrella of the wife. He takes care of the family. Mm -hmm. He's the security of the family. But what happens when you have a situation where the wife is a Christian, but the husband's not interested? Or, you know, they get married and then one day the wife becomes a Christian. Mm. What happens in that dynamic? It can cause a lot of issues. Mm. So uh, marriage is not easy. I always say to young people that want to get married, don't look for the yeah. right person. Yeah. You must become the right person. Yeah. A marriage is not 50-50. It's 100. You give 100%, the other person must give 100%. Yeah. When the other person's not giving 100%, you continue to give 100%. Mm. You continue to love that person. You continue to cherish that person. Yeah. And one of the things, um, growing up, we don't get taught really how to, to treat a woman or a woman how sure. to treat a man. We see by experience. Mm. South Africa, we've got nations. I mean, there's millions of women that are single bringing up children that don't have men in the household. Yeah. So how does that man learn to treat a woman? Yeah. And, and, and a lot of our cultures in South Africa, the man is extremely dominant, mm. extremely dominant. So you growing up, even if you do have a father, you grow up with this thing that women must be totally submissive. Mm. But I don't like that. I, I, I prefer my wife to be her own person. Mm. I prefer to have her dreams, her visions, her, and I like to support her in that. Yeah. Now, in African culture, that's not always the case. The wife must submit and do what the husband says. Mm. Um, and, and I'm talking, when we say in African culture, I know in the Afrikaans culture, which is predominantly white uh, culture, it's like that as well. Women must just submit. Yeah. I don't mind the submitting because the Bible says women must submit unto your husband. Yeah. And the Bible says that uh, husbands love your wives mm. and lay down your life for that woman as mm. Christ did for the church. Mm. We miss that part. We like to say, hey, you must submit, but he must lay down his life. <laughs> I don't know a woman 
that wouldn't submit to that. Mm. Imagine if the husband loved her so much that he's willing to lay his life yeah. down for her. She'll say, I submit, I love this man. Then submission becomes submission out of love, not out of command, yeah. which is the difference. And it's the same with Jesus. Almighty God said, he says, I'm tired of your sacrifices. I, I need your obedience. Husbands, if you're obedient unto the word of God, you start to love your wife and cherish her mm. like Christ cherished the, cherished the church. Yeah. Relationships will change. They will change dramatically. So my friend Lu Luanda is here this morning again with us. And I, I know he's got a lot. He's, <laughs> he's going to be getting married one of these days. I hope soon. I hope it's this year. I don't know. When are you getting married, brother? <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll okay. You know. okay. He's, he's <laughs> working on that. But uh, what have you got to add there, my friend? Um, I have so much to say. As you said. <laughs> as you said. So I think I'll, I'll just speak to, to Genesis where um, the man saw the, the woman for the first time. Mm. and Can you imagine he, eh? <laughs> when you see your first one that you love? I yeah. mean, he didn't have a choice. Eh? The, the passion <laughs> that he had, what you were speaking about. You yes. know? <laughs> the, the passion that was there, I mean, everything was just amazed. Yeah. And then it says, um, for this reason, a man will leave, leave. his father yeah. and mother. No, that that's that's all huge. Massive. It, it doesn't say a boy will leave yes. a father and a mother. Yes. It says a, a a man. So which means parents right there they have a responsibility of raising a boy. That that's leadership. Leadership is actually taking someone who's not something and then you turn it you turn that person into something. something. So that means and and this leadership actually comes from a, a, a woman. I, I think I'll be sort of feeling some of the stuff that you were saying to uh, make sense more of what you were saying. Mm. So the woman has the leadership of taking a sperm and change that into a human being. It's powerful. Once now the, the human being is being born, now she has a leadership also of raising that child to become a man or a woman. Mm. It's amazing because when 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 Eve came to Adam, she came as a woman, yeah. not as a girl. There's a difference. Yeah. So which means she carried the character of, of of a woman. So there's a there's a responsibility that parents have. Now how we, what I've what I've learned is that the woman is responsible of raising that kid. To become a man or a woman what is the responsibility of a father you were speaking about the fact uh dr jimmy evans um he actually said the same thing what you were saying is that uh the couple they they find you know in the early days of marriage mm, and all that they, nice. they they cool <laughs> until a kid comes in sure. so he he was saying is warning people because he teaches on marriage is warning people okay. and he says he uses himself as an example what happened when kids came in now the it's exactly what you said now the the the, the mother has to look after the kids and all that but you know what I've, I've 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 noticed the woman can only give i cannot say only but most of the love that she will give to the kids mm. is the love that comes from a husband it's true so which means if the husband so which means 
in that moment, in that period of having kids, the mother actually needs the husband even more because that love has to be what has, has to be transmitted into what into the kids. Yeah. So that now, if if there's that distance because of a kid, that now affects the development of the kids because there's not much enough love that's being given to what to the kids. Mm. So in that period, the, the man has to really, really, really look after uh, after the, the, step the, up. the yes step up. <laughs> love the <laughs> step up. Maybe we should say step up in marriage. <laughs> so, um, so one of the things I believe that there are actually practical uh, uh, ways of preparing yourself so that because you know that this is the problem. As people, we ignorant. You getting married? Why are you getting married? It's obvious that you're going to have kids, mm. but you never prepare that. Okay, when kids, uh, 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 when kids come, these are the issues that we will have. So. How then do we make sure that we keep that intimacy that we have growing? So we just we just ignorant. We just go into in, 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 into stuff, and um, so it's going back to, to to the verse that I was talking about. So it says, "A man will live." So we understand that you can't be most people. They get married, they're not men. They're just males with females there's no character mm. that marriage won't work i re you know what i realized mm. i realized that satan can actually get you to marry someone sure it's gonna pull you away <laughs> from the things of god because yeah? <laughs> he knows that if if he has been controlling that person for long and there you are a fired up christian and satan wants to take you down he can cause you to marry that person who sure. doesn't believe in God. So we, we have to be what? We have to be careful. So when you're not a man, what are you doing in marriage? When you're not a woman, what are you, what, what are you doing there? Because you don't know what you're doing. So, and then it says, I love this. D this, is, this is so important. Again, it's what you were saying, using the whole thing about uh, the African you know, uh, uh, principles that we have to, to make sure that we keep things accountable. Uh, so... What happens is that the man leaves, it doesn't say a mother, it says father, father. and mother. Yeah. So what's happening nowadays is that the father is not there. Now, which means you being a man, you, being, you are a compromised man because there's no input of a father. So that affects now you going forward in terms of your marriage and all that. So... so so it almost, because as you said that, something clicked in my mind. Mm. So we've got fatherless generation, right? Yeah. So the mother looks after the son. Mm. And generally speaking, the mother's nurturing, always looking after, taking care of all the needs. Now, when he gets married, he expects the same thing. Mm. And it, it's not, this woman you're marrying is not your mother. <laughs> It's your wife. Yeah. Okay. And there's the problem. Yeah. There already is big problems. So it's like cause you, this food doesn't taste like my mother's mm. food. You're in big trouble. <laughs> they have mentioned that a lot. Eh? Yeah. Like yeah, the food. <laughs> no, there's something wrong with them. So so that's 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 a problem that we have. And another thing that I've 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 learned, and it it has helped me because I think about you know I know that I'm gonna have kids, and um. Now, it helps me to see forward and understand what it means to protect kids. You know, it says the man will leave the father and the mother to join. Become one. 
So the, the reason why he's leaving is not going to study. The mm. only reason you leave home is to get married. Mm. So what happens now? Because the moment a son or a woman leaves home and is going to stay somewhere, let's say in overseas, you know, he's studying there. He has left home. God doesn't operate outside mm. the family structure. So there's no accountability now. You know, he's not coming back home. He's being influenced by wrong people. Sure. You know what I'm So which means the only reason why your kid, my kid has to leave home is to get married. married. Sure. So that, that, that's, that's, that's very, very important. So now this is a part I love. I love this one. It says, <laughs> someone said this thing and I didn't understand. Like, how can you say that until I went through the Bible? I did my own, you know, uh, uh, research. I have specific days where I learn. I have a specific day in a week where I le- specific. I just learn about marriage. So um, remember, guys, I'm not married. You don't have to be married to learn about, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about, about marriage because marriage is like a race. So if you're going to a race without being trained, it's obviously going to fail. Yeah. You know, so people, they go to marriage, they don't even know what they're doing. So most people, they get there and they realize, no, man, I thought I knew this thing, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> so, so you must be careful, yeah, because you, you're learning about marriage, right? Mm. But please don't try and learn about women because there is no book on the planet that can teach you enough about a woman, okay? And you think? <laughs> <laughs> so this is the thing. When you go into a relationship, mm. and, and I know we're going to run out of time here. Yeah. You must understand that every single woman is different. Yeah. So your wife that you marry, the first two years, honeymoon period, that's cool, okay? After that, you're going to have to learn her. Mm. It, it's going to be a daily thing that you're going to learn. Oh, my wife likes this. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't like this. Definitely, yeah. So, so you, you need to understand that um, I can tell you about my wife and tell you about my, my wedding and my, my life and everything. And you're going to implement it in your uh, marriage. Yeah. Might not work. Yeah. So you're learning the basics. You're learning about respect. Yeah. What is a woman's needs? I'll give you an example. The one guy came to me and said to me, listen, my, I, I don't know what's wrong with my wife. Mm. I said, well, what's wrong? He says, no, she's always, go- she's always tired. So he mm. says, we don't have sex anymore. So I'm like, okay, yeah, that's not good. Eh? So now I meet her. So I'm like talking to her. I don't want to say to her, your husband says you always, I say to explain to me, what do you do? Listen, listen, but this woman is keeping the house. He's not working. She works. She comes home. She cleans the house and she's looking after the baby. Mm. I'm like, I think you should be tired. Yeah. He, all he's thinking about, I don't have sex anymore. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a problem. It's his fault. It's his fault. And I understand that at the day and age, there's not much work in that. Mm. But why don't you clean the house then? You're at home all day. Guess what he's doing all day? He's playing TV games. Yeah. So so I'm saying there's a dynamic that we need to look at each individual. You're right. Because I could have phoned and said, listen, uh, sister, the Bible says you must not withhold sex yeah. from your husband. Yeah. She's exhausted. She's like really exhausted. And all he can think of, he's laying at home watching TV. And when my wife comes home tonight, you, I'm quite horny. Yeah. You know? No, my friend. So... It's, it's you, you I, know, I get I get what you're saying. Then uh, another couple I have a, a, a meeting with. The woman says, "No, we can't have children. This and that." And I'm like, "What's going on here?" 
No, he, he's 32. He can't get an erection anymore. Mm. I was quite shocked when because they were sitting there as a couple, you know, they looked so cozy together. Mm. And when she said no, he I, was, I actually didn't know what to say. I was mm. like, uh, um, oh, uh, yeah. First thing I thought of is it a medical problem? Mm. Going on with the conversation, the problem was he he felt in, he felt that he couldn't uh, satisfy, mm. so he just couldn't do it anymore. How do you deal with that? Mm. How do you deal with a woman? You marry her, you don't know her background. She, she as a child, she may have been molested or something. Because these are yeah. topics that I'm dealing with now with people yeah. that I'm counselling. Yeah, and she 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 doesn't want sex like he wants it. So each individual marriage has its own dynamic. Yeah, definitely. There's hurts and pains and expectations that sometimes we can't get to. Yeah, I have a, another couple that came and saw me, and the husband's like. Okay, he's 40, she was 32. She said, three kids, they're good. He's going, no, now I need my second wife. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? He's like, no, that's our culture. She's a white lady. Yeah. He's a Zulu man. They had an amazing first 10 years of their marriage. She's says, no, but it's time now for his second wife. She's like, are you mad? He's going, yeah, but that's what we do. So, so, so I'm like, my friend. This is not how we do it in the Bible. Now he's arguing with me and he's saying, I'm a Christian and this is what we believe. Mm. And I'm like, dude. What kind of a Bible? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but he's, 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 got, he's got scriptures from his pastor. So I'm oh. sitting, I'm looking at this and I'm saying, David. first of all, they never discussed this thing before they got married. Yeah. They didn't have the deep discussion about where does the mother-in-law live. They didn't have the discussion about do they still do cultural things? Yeah. So it was very nice because the passion was there, the romance was there, but they didn't discuss two years, baby mm. first, what happens? Is the child circumcised? Is he not circumcised? Why is he? Little things that can it's create true. massive problems. It's true. Then his family wanted the child to come and they wanted to do a, a, a African tradition thing. Yeah. She said, but you're a Christian. He says, yeah, but we're Christian, but we believe in this thing. So all those little things can take the fire of that relationship, the passion of that relationship, and disappear. Yeah. I had a lady once. I went to a chemist to buy something. The lady behind the counter said to me, uh, she needs my ID number and what, what, what. So my wife was standing there and she said, oh, is this your wife? She said, uh, we started chatting. I'm friendly with people. So she says, do you have any children? I said, no. She looked at me, she said, so you can have a second wife and get children? Because I said, my wife can't have kids. I said to her, no, no. She says, I'll be willing. Hi, bro. My eyes, I wish there was a camera there. <laughs> I first thought, hey, there's a hidden camera here. Sure. Do you know that she was serious? And my, she, my wife, and my wife is an amazing person. She just laughed. She said, you ask him. Because she was joking, yeah? Mm. This woman was serious. Yeah. And I was like, we don't do that. She says, no, we do that in our, my culture, we do that. And Sad. these are the, the dynamics. And that's why I say we can learn as much as we want when these things happen. What happens when a woman goes through menopause? Mm. Do you know that sometimes when a, ba a woman has a baby, she can go into depression? Mm. There's so many things that happen that can cause issues in marriages that, that are hidden there. Yeah. Um, but having said that, 
marriage is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, a young man that came and saw me a few weeks ago. Mm. He said, we've only been married a year, but we lived together for so long. He says, this woman's changed. So many people said to me, once we got married, she changed. Or once we got married, he changed. These things happen and we need to confront them and have these conversations before we get married. Yeah. What definitely. happens when? What happens when? Do you know... Um, People come to me and they say, you know, my son's so young and he wants to get married. You know, my answer is, let them get married. Let them do the counseling. Let's do the conversations. Let them get married. Mm. The, the mothers generally are shocked by my response. I'm saying, hold on a second. If they don't get married, you're going to have two things that happen. They're going to be having sex out of wedlock. They're going to have a child that is, that is out of wedlock. Mm. We have this thing of saying, no, no, wait until you're older. Wait until you're old enough. When is old enough? Mm. I've seen people wait until they're 30, 35, 40. Then they get married. Guess what happens? They're so set in their ways that that relationship doesn't work. Yeah. You have to get married and grow together. Go through the problems together and expect the problems to happen. Mm. There's no perfect relationship. Yeah. There's no perfect relationship. Yeah. So... Um, that's why I, I, when I, I go to places, I say, does anybody here need marriage counseling? Most people say, no, no, we don't need it. But then on the quiet, they get hold of me afterwards and say, PK, I've got a problem. Can mm. you help me? They're too scared to admit it. If I go and preach at a church, uh, a guest speaker, I'll say, um, is there anybody here that needs that talk? Please come and see me. The pastor will get up and say, no, I, you know, our flock is fine, this and that. Mm. I get calls weeks after that. Because I can't tell my pastor I'm very embarrassed can I come see you mm. that's what's happening in the Christian world there's a greater expectation of a Christian marriage than a normal marriage mm. there's a, a slight pressure there that's hidden so we don't have perfect marriages no. there's there's no such thing as a perfect marriage um, specifically these guys that are dominant in their relationships and they have an expectation of their wife and the, that woman goes through life having a miserable marriage because she didn't deal with it before they put that ring on mm. that finger. So I'm glad you're studying up on it. I never. Mm. I went in like, hey, um, this is it. <laughs> I'll tell you a little secret. Mm. I, I lived with my wife. I grew up very poor. I grew up in a time where sex was just love. Mm. You thought it was love. Mm. It took me nine years before I told my wife I love her. Mm. Do you know why? I didn't know if I loved her. I, I didn't mm. understand the feeling of love. Yeah. I said to her, I need to talk to you one day. She said, no, that's fine. I said, I think I love you. She looked at me, she smiled. She said, oh, that's nice. Mm. She understood who I was, that I didn't understand what love was. Yeah. Later on, I said, and then I said to her, I think we need to get married. She said, okay, that's fine. She said, and this is what she said to me. She said, before you marry me, understand I can't have children. Mm. So I said, yes. She said, if you, if you want to have children, rather don't marry me and go and have children. Mm. So I was like, okay, so I can go have children and come back. She said, no, you don't do that. Mm. I was still young. I didn't know what love was mm. and I didn't know what marriage entailed. Yeah. So I can never go back to her and say, yeah, but you, you, you lied to me. You can't have kids. Mm. I knew what I was signing up for. And those are the conversations that we need to have before we get married. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. And with you studying and understanding marriage and that, that's very powerful. Mm. But understand that there might be one day 
where something happens where you're going to go, oh, I don't know what to do with this. Mm. You need outside help. Definitely. You need it. Yeah. You know? You, I don't a- know much Accountability. Yeah. The whole thing about uh, that scripture now, the last part, it says, um, so the two become one. one. Yeah. And I, I've come to, to understand that marriage is about being single because the two, they become Come on, yeah. one. Yeah. Now, what's the problem? The problem is, as a single person, I have a double mind. I have many things that I want. So already myself, I'm not whole. I'm not one. Mm. And now I'm failing to put myself into a single person. How now if I go to marriage but I'm not one, will I then put two people? Yeah, unequally. Uh, <laughs> you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know? <laughs> so now that, that we call it uh, you cultivating uh, uh, oneness. I, 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 I honestly believe that when it comes to home, what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, um, how the house needs to look like, let that be for the woman. I'm so glad you said that. Because there's so many arguments about the color of the lounge. Ex- exactly. Give it to the lady. Yes. There's it. Now, what, what's happening now is that we end up, you know what, she doesn't feel like she has a role, you know. And we're fighting where we're not supposed to be fighting. Because mm-hmm. now we're fighting about colors, what TV and all that. It's, 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 it's so sad because I think there's, there's a whole perspective when it comes to movies that women watch. Mm-hmm. Are you prepared to actually watch the lady stuff because you want to be with your wife? No. You know, <laughs> and, and it's a problem. Yeah, what do it's, they call it? Chick flicks. Yeah, it's it, it, it's a problem. So you yeah. want her to be with you, but you don't want. Now, th- now I believe, like you, you were saying, there's a normal marriage, there's a godly marriage. Yeah. I believe any marriage without God will fail. Cool. And now this is the thing: you as a guy, remember, you go into a relationship, you're gonna get married. But the truth is, most of the times, she doesn't really fully understand or know who she is. Hmm. And God knows who she is. The reason why you find that sometimes she's stuck in depression and all that is because how does she rise? She's going to rise from depression to what? And you as a guy, you have a responsibility. Let me give you this. This is powerful. You had Isaac, right? His women could not get kids. Mm. So which means she had depression. And the only way for the man to do Guess what he had to do? He had to go to God. Yeah. Right? And God answered his prayer. Not the wife's prayer. And now when the woman had a problem with what? Because the kids were fighting. We had now to pray. It was the woman. Mm. Can you see the hierarchy? How yeah. actually God uh, uh, works? So now is the thing. We have a challenge as young guys because you find that this, this is a big problem. Most of women have been abused. Yeah. They carry those wounds into what? Into marriage. And you, someone that doesn't even know how to be transparent. Because look at the man. When Adam saw the woman, she could, he could see through the flesh into the bone. Mm. So that means he understood the woman in every way. There was nothing in the woman could be hidden from him. And I believe God is able to help us with that. But the thing is, once now you know the problem that she's facing, how are you going to help her? 
if you don't know her real identity from God. Like, you, I, I love what you said. She has her own dreams. Mm. And you have a responsibility to help her fulfill That's her it. own dream. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's interesting. It's it's very interesting. I think we're gonna go on next week with a topic because <laughs> I've got a lot of other things here. <laughs> okay. So I think we ran out of time there. But okay. uh, yeah, thank you very much. I like what you say. Yes, thank you. And you you bring a very um, I see your, your personality very analytical. Yeah. And it's like that's good because I'm totally opposite. Mm. I'm like you know don't write things down or plan tomorrow when mm. we get there we'll see. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, really glad to have you on yeah, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. God bless. Yes. Ciao, ciao. <laughs> Active FM Radio has never been better.